Warning, this podcast contains strong language, graphic nudity, and depictions of extreme stupidity and is meant only for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Or not, you do you. Hello and welcome to the worst podcast on Mars. I'm Amanda. I'm Evan. And this is our little itty bitty baby reviews days. And this week... We are doing Ray Charles' Modern Sounds in Country and Western Music, Volume 1. Volume 1. Volume 1. Um, so, before we get started, Jesus Christ, I apologize for that crash. That was our cat. Um, before we get started, uh, and before I give, like, why or whatever, um, we decided... In in this, volumes one and two were available on Apple Music. music. Um, to refresh my memory, because I didn't go back and mark it, what is the last song on volume one? I think it's Hey Good Looking. Hey Good Looking. All right. Let me... Because I, in my... Before I figured out it was volumes one and two, I did a review of everything. Yes. And there are some songs that I liked on the second volume um uh, and i i remember i was trying to get with you to make sure that we were doing the yes you did we were on the same page and we did volume just volume one so um this is my pick so before i give why i picked it evan you want to give me the details on it uh april of 1962 april of 1962 that's all i have okay so um like I said, this was my pick, and something from Ray Charles was always on my list for these mini reviews days episodes. But I thought it was fitting to do it right after Elvis, since he covered one of Ray's songs on his debut album. I picked this one because of its significance. Um, in the traditional Evan way of research, because I didn't want to do a lot of it, I went to Wikipedia, <laughs> and I found that in a Rolling Stone article, Ray Charles threw this album made it acceptable for black people to sing country and western music in the process doing as much as as much to break down racial barriers as did the civil rights movement Um, we have this album on our wall because of this reason it was the first for a black artist that was widely accepted by a wide white audience but like so many of these albums i had never listened to the album as a whole um ray charles has always been one of those artists I've liked and enjoyed the music, but never really checked out anything that wasn't readily accessible to me. His biopic, Ray, is one of my favorite movies, and I know the soundtrack by heart. I My favorite genre of movies are musical biopics. I love Ray. I love Walk the Line. Um, uh, Rocket Man. Others. <laughs> and um, what, what was the Queen one? Bohemian Rhapsody. Bohemian Rhapsody. I love old ones like um, Great Balls of Fire and La Bamba. I love those movies. And I am dying to see that Elvis one, especially since it's Baz Luhrmann, because I love Baz Luhrmann too. Um, but Ray was one of my, has it, it is still one of my favorite movies. And I love that soundtrack. Um, and... There were a lot of songs I recognized in both volumes one and two that I recognized from the movie. So going into it, I did know. I would imagine that I would imagine that that would be kind of a main focal point of the movie is is this album. Well, the movie. Well, one one of the like 
getting like one of the main stepping stones that they hit in the career would be this album not necessarily it's not not specifically addressed as that but um some songs from here are are in the movie but um although modern sounds doesn't have my favorite ray charles song it does have a lot that i do enjoy but that's why i picked it for this significance so um evan since it was my pick why don't you give me your review okay so we've watched ray yes i i know we discussed this a little bit with elvis is you know the name and you know the face you know that he's blind and you know he I, plays piano and how he plays I, piano. I don't yeah. know if you play if you put three songs from this time period in front of me and said here which one's him I probably couldn't tell you because I'm not familiar with the work. Mm-hmm. Um I am more familiar with him in the movie that I've seen him in. He was in Spy Hard with Leslie Nielsen. Uh-huh. He played a bus driver. Yes. That's about my... Your experience? Do you remember the Pepsi commercial? No. I bet if you if you Googled Ray Charles' Pepsi commercial, you would recognize the jingle. But, yeah, it was like, this is... I, I Like you said, it's I know the name, but I don't know the music enough. Um, I don't really have any real notes, other than it's... It's, it's not bad. It's not for me. Um... And I have to clarify what I'm going to mean by this. Okay? Okay. So this is 60s, right? Yes. It reminds me of, like, the early Disney movies. Like, it's that kind of slow... I don't know exactly what I'm trying to say, but I was hearing... It's like I was watching an old Disney movie as the soundtrack. It, it, I think I weirdly understand what you mean, like, but I don't know how to explain it either. Yeah, it 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 sounds like it would fit with like background music for or like the score for Cinderella. Maybe a little bit, mm-hmm. but only like like the the Dumbo, the Peter Pan, the Cinderella, not anything of the like the. You're not gonna see see um, Moana sing this as she's traveling the ocean. Yeah, like like the old Disney movies, maybe like Wizard of Oz. I know it's not Disney, mm-hmm. but it's that kind of like the or not maybe not necessarily Disney, but like an old movie soundtrack. Like like I said, I weirdly understand what you were trying to say, but I can't I can't translate this one. Yeah, I can't either. But it's. But overall, did you hate it? No. Is it something you'd come back to? Probably not. Yeah, but you appreciate it for its significance. Yeah, I, it's like we've said with a lot of these. It's It may not be my style, but I can appreciate what it did. Mm-hmm. And, and um, you know, going back to Elvis, and we said, you know, how you, you're familiar with the cultural things. If I said Elvis has left the building, you know what I'm referring to. Maybe I know that I know the you know the saying and I know the saying, but I don't know you know who Elvis is in that saying. Yeah. It's the same thing here, like um, hit the road, Jack. I think I know the song, but you know, it, yeah. yeah, I get what you're saying. So what what do you rate it? It'd be since and, and it's my standard B. It's like I don't have any I don't have any issue with it. I mean, it's just kind of 
it's a it's an album that's there mm-hmm. it's not it's not your thing yeah it's not and i i get that but um you didn't hate it so no. good i don't know if i liked it but i didn't hate it mm-hmm. okay so like i've been doing for these little mini episodes i go song by song um bye bye bye, bye sorry whoa nope screwing it up already bye bye love I love this song. It was a great way to open the album, so I kept it. Um, You Don't Know Me. This is my second favorite Ray Charles song. I love the lyrics to it, and I kept it. Half as much. This was the first time I heard the song, and it wasn't bad, but not something I want to listen to again and again. I Love You So Much It Hurts. Beautiful song, but not keeping. Uh, Just a Little Lovin' Will Go A Long Way. Didn't really care for it. Born to Lose. I remember this one from the movie soundtrack, and I loved it, so I kept it. Um, Worried Mind. Was, that was just okay. It didn't really do anything for me. Um, it Makes No Difference Now. It's another eh one. Uh, you Win Again. Didn't care for it. Careless Love. I really like this one. This is the first time I heard it, but I like the slow, jazzy feel to it. Um, I Can't Stop Loving You. This is another one I remember from the movie. I always liked it, but not enough to keep coming back to it. Hey, Good Looking. Did you recognize that one? Hi. Jesus Christ. The, the hey good looking what you got cooking i think i recognize it but um, i don't yeah i knew this song but i don't know why i knew it um i don't think i ever heard him sing it before it was fun and upbeat but i didn't keep it uh you are my sunshine that's that's not on this one i i, I marked a... the wrong one <laughs> um so overall it was i thought it was a great album uh, all those songs really worked well together as a whole. I thought they all flowed well, and I didn't think there seemed to be anything out of place with it. Uh, even the songs that I really didn't care for the by themselves, I had liked within the flow of things. I only kept four songs, which, as I'm reading this, might be over volumes one and two. <laughs> I didn't keep very many songs. Um, but I can't, can't say that I'm disappointed in it. You know, usually when I come and do these things... I, I say I, I'm disappointed because I thought I would like it more. I I don't know if disappointed is the word that I want to use, but I thought it was going to be more upbeat as a whole than it was to mm-hmm. me. Well, country and western around that time was I, heavy in gospel. Because I wasn't quite sure what to expect from it. But it was the same kind of thing that we ran into with Earth, Wind, and Fires. Like, I had a I, I had an idea yeah. as to what I thought it was going to be and that it wasn't. Yeah. And I thought this was going to be a little bit more upbeat. And, it was. and I can see that you think country and western, and you in your mind you picture cowboys line dancing. This well, the, maybe maybe not even that, but more like a like an early or like a mid fifties rock, kind of like towing the line between the country western and that's the, not what that music was at the time. I know, but that's that's maybe what I thought, what you thought he was, was yeah. going into it. No, um, he he had like. Heavy roots in country and western and gospel and kind of like blended everything together. Um, so I'm I'm not a fan of country and western. And even though I do like Ray Charles and jazz music, there are other artists and songs and genres out there I like more. So I don't think I'm surprised that I didn't keep many. It's not a bad album, and he's really good. But overall, for me, it was just okay. And I think that again, for me. It's one of those albums you'd put on in the background for ambiance rather than just Yeah, we, we've run into a lot of these, but like, same thing with uh, Kind of Blue. So I think it, it may be more like of a jazzy style mm-hmm. that I think is 
we'd put on in the back for a swanky that, party that, that neither one of us would actually hold. <laughs> that we like, but that we wouldn't listen to as our primary entertainment. Right. And I think it, we've, we've talked about our record wall before and how we have a bunch of different records that are significant to music. Not all of them are ones that we're fans of. Like, I know you don't like Master Puppets, but that's on there. Right. Um, although, slowly growing on me like a tumor. But, like, right, we have this Ray Charles up there, and we have Miles Davis' Bitches Brew. Neither one of us would actively say, I want to put this on, I've got to listen to this. But we have it because of its significance. Yeah. You know, so it's, it. we can appreciate what it did for music. Um, so, I, that's why I, I wanted to do it, like I said, we, when we did Elvis, he covered um, I've Got a Woman. Which was by Ray Charles. and See, that might be more what I was expecting. Yeah, more upbeat, right? Um, and I did look at whatever album that was on. But, um, like I said, I wanted I wanted to do... You wanted a reason to listen to this album. Yes. The, and I, I... My go-to was... Um, uh, is Georgia on my mind? Because that's my favorite. Yeah, one. that one I know. Um, but I, know. I didn't... I didn't really care for a lot of the other stuff on the album. Um, so, I, like I said, I wanted a reason to do this one. And it, it, it's significant. And we're getting... So, this one comes out end of January. We're getting into Black History Month. Um, so, I wanted to kind of use that as a... Like, highlight some black yeah. artists. So, um, that's why I picked it. Still love Ray Charles. Um, and, and when we talked in the Jimi Hendrix episode... You know, I, I mentioned both Ray and Jimmy. I, like, appreciate their stories and what they've had to overcome and what they've done for music. And um, Ray Charles, he was around for a very long time. And actually, you know, mentioning his movie, I read he did help. I think he was still alive at that point. I don't know if he was alive when it came out. Um, he might have been, but he, he did work a lot to tell the story so it's it's very interesting but uh anything else to say not right now not, so, not on this cat can you please hi say hi spleenies hi spleenies um so thank you for listening if you made it this far find us on instagram and twitter at worst pod on mars and find us on facebook at uh the worst podcast on mars send us an email worst on mars at gmail.com stop by say hi um give us a rating give us a review um and give us a suggestion we've had a couple people reach out and give us suggestions for these um little tuesday episodes and we're gonna throw those in um, when we get a chance and uh, let us know what you'd like to hear and come back on Fridays when we do our full-length episodes where we give you the history behind an album and tell you how it, how well it did and why it was popular as well as these reviews. So anything else? Nope. All right. Say bye-bye. Bye. Bye.